Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Today we released a new episode of our monthly bonus podcast, Behind the Cellar Door, and this month we spoke to Professor Victoria Wells, who's running a university course on pubs. If you want to hear the whole chat, then subscribe to us on Patreon. For just £6 a month, the price of a pint in most pubs these days, you get... The aforementioned monthly bonus podcast, Behind the Cellar Door. Access to all episodes, a day before everyone else. Add free episodes. You get to hear what each guest chooses their dream pub companion. Access to the Moon Underwater Social Club on Facebook. Early access to tickets for live shows. Plus, you're helping with the upkeep of this fine establishment. Head to patreon.com forward slash moonunderpod to sign up now. Oh, well, hello, Dan. Thinking a bit of bit of match of the day. Yeah, just it's the big derby match, isn't it? Here in the correct realm, it is. Yeah, yeah. moon underwater against the sun over the volcano. Yes, <laughs> always, always. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, very. I mean, everyone's friendly afterwards. In in, in mm. when they come for drinks here in the moon underwater. Yeah. Um, but they're. It is a tense atmosphere in the build-up to the game. It is. Yeah. It is. Let's hope for another 12-all draw like yes. last year. Uh, have you been? I've been pretty well, thanks. Yeah. You... Any, any news? Well, a bit of pub news. Oh. Saturday. Went to my first ever Hindu. Wow. <laughs> uh, yep. How did you get invited to a Hindu, first of all? Because I don't want to assume your gender. Yes. But I think it's a fairly safe bet, having known you for... Probably about 25 years or so. Yeah. I've always assumed you to be male. Yes, you made that assumption, but you are correct. Um, well, I uh, met some people. When I had my brief so yawn into teaching about a year ago, yep. I met some very nice people. And one of them, Loz, yep. is getting married. And Loz is Loz a male or Loz female? Loz is female. Mm-hmm. And, short for Lorraine? Uh, short for Lauren. Okay. Yeah, she's not a fan of that. Not a fan of Lauren. Doesn't, doesn't like being called Lauren. No. And um, name, Lauren, I think. It is a nice name. I don't know why she doesn't like it, but she would always correct our university professors if they okay. called her Lauren in the register. Lauren, yeah. it's Loz. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. She's absolutely lovely. And um, 
a few months ago, she sent sent round an invite to me and a couple of the girls on the course, saying, "Come to the Hindu." And I was like, "Oh, this sounds great." And I sort of texted her privately. I said, "Can I just check that you did mean to invite me?" And she went, "Dan, you know, I'm not traditional. I'd really like you to come." So I was like, "Oh yeah, of course." So I went. What was the gender breakdown of this Hindu? It was. Um, it was. Uh, I think I was the only male. You think? Yeah. Yes. Well, I didn't see everyone. There's quite a lot of people there. Right. So it's quite packed. Fair enough. Um, And uh, how busy is it that you don't can't get around every single person? I know it was very busy. Where was it? It was upstairs in a pub called uh, John the Unicorn in Peckham. (laughs) Fabulous name. Yeah. There was downstairs was a um, where drag acts were singing, Mm -hmm. which was great. They was very good singers, and uh, we had a little we had a well a little room upstairs, curtained off. We had a, a bar there as well. And it was a karaoke night. They'd already, most of them had already been trampolining during the day. Right. <laughs> like, I thought they'd booked out a trampolining place. Turns out they hadn't. They were just videos of them trampolining next to sort of seven-year-old kids. Were you invited to the trampolining? I was invited to trampolining, but me and the other um, the other couple of girls that I know who were going, we decided that we would uh, just go for the evening session. Fair enough. Yes. Um, and... Uh, so you went we went to John the Unicorn. Went to John the Unicorn and um, enjoyed some karaoke. It was a very nice bar, very friendly, uh, very LGBTQ plus friendly pub. Lovely. It was a lovely atmosphere. And um, uh, we sang some songs. I, I sang um, uh, Baby It's Cold Outside with Loz. Nice. We, sw- we swapped roles because of the slightly, you know, dodgy lyrics now that people have realized what they're singing about in that song although i read someone talking about this Mm. this song is it sounds a little bit non-consensual yes doesn't it but i read someone explaining this to me and it's been a while since i looked at the lyrics i can't remember the exact details saying that it was written as a almost more so as she say she's worried about what people think and yes. trying to get beyond that rather than him trying right. to essentially... So, oh, sorry, sorry, something of a two, and I just, yeah. just kicked your tugboat bell. <laughs> tugboat tugboat bell. bell. Oh. Yeah. Gosh. So, yeah. yeah. But either way, you either had a little way, sing-song. We sang that uh, poorly on my account. Mm. Um, and I will say the highlight, I don't know the name of this uh, lady, but she got up and sang I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. Tune. It was unbelievable like people were almost crying like wow. standing oh at the end and she was sort of <laughs> she just she she got up she she was a little bit shy she didn't sort of really announce herself she just got up and she started singing and you're going oh this is this is quite good and then sort of her confidence built and then as she sort of got to the core of people going oh my god this is amazing yeah and then uh she and then she i think she felt the room lifting her and she really she went absolutely it was like whitney was in the room it was wow. unbelievable and then really she kept, a good singers isn't it oh god can it you was, sing i can't sing no i used to i was i was a choir boy before oh, my yeah. voice broke i was quite a good singer but now it's in puberty yeah exactly yeah yeah so um it was a, a very new experience for me but i was treated very nicely by all the women there was it a raucous uh, mm-hmm. It was getting that way. It was raucous with some. Loz is a member of a, a roller du- uh, derby team. Do you know, do you know roller yeah. derby? Yeah. Loz sounds cool. Oh, she's really cool. You have to meet her. You'll love her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so it was a lot of players from the roller derby team. I need to go and watch them play, actually. Yeah, I'll come. Um, yeah, we should go. 
and uh, so they they are they are party animals. What team lot. do they? Oh, I, need, oh, do they I can't to? remember what their okay. name. Where are they based in the country? They play. I think they play in Tottenham, and they were they were very very nice. And um, uh, so yeah, it was getting raucous. They were. I think they were going off clubbing afterwards, but I Bowed ducked out. out. Yeah, being, being a man in my mid forties. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was great. It was a really good experience and a really lovely pub. What were you drinking in the pub? Do you remember? I was drinking. Um, I had uh, some. I had a pale ale. Yeah, it was. It was like I think it might have been the pub's own pale ale. Um, and it was very nice. Yeah. Is that the extent of your pubbing this week? Pretty much. Yes. I had a little uh, Taskmaster party in a pub last night. Oh, that was good fun. Nice. Yeah, rap party for the end of for the series for this year. Wonderful. Boozy. Pretty boozy. Yes, although I have been learning from our from our um, from our chats, yep. And I got to about ten o'clock, and I switched to big drop, lovely, and just went no alcohol for the rest of the night. Felt great. Felt like I was still drinking beer, and it and I feel fine today. On the subject of alcohol-free beer, yep. I filmed last week after we last spoke. Mm. Um, I filmed my um, non-alcoholic beer tasting video that will be out in December on my YouTube channel. And so I, we, my friend and my friend Stevie and I, we drank. I'm going to say probably 15 to 20 different no oh, wow. alcoholic beers. We just got loads. We didn't finish them all. There is such a variety in quality. There yeah. are some that taste incredible, yeah, and others that don't. And it was a lot of the ones that tasted really good were the specialist people that do it. Some of the ones. I just weren't good. Like one, there's one um, well-known lager brand, okay. that non-alcoholic version yeah. of that that Stevie described as saying it's like that drink, but with the fun taken out of it. Yeah. Sort of so some there's some that are incredible, and there's some that are dreadful. Some that are just sort of thinking, oh, we've got to have a 0% beer out there. And yeah. There just... isn't a lot of thought gone into it. Whereas the ones that are that we've been talking about on the on the pod that yeah. have clearly put a lot of effort and thought into it, they're really nice. The other um. I had two pub trips over the weekend, both okay. to um, the same pub, the mm-hmm. Cellar House in, in Norwich. Um, just little daytime popping in. I popped in with my two sons just for oh, to nice. get them some lunch on Saturday, yep. just me and them. And then Sunday, my daughter Kitty and I went up. So I had separate trips with oh, children um, just, nice. up, just for a quick bite to eat and uh, then had a, 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 uh, a pint on each occasion. Very uh, nice. I drank Encore. By oh, Lacons, I think oh yes, I think I've had that. That is nice. Um, it's very nice. Yeah, yeah. cask. Um, very good. But then why did on Monday is very interesting. Okay. Not quite in the pub thing, but it's in the food and drinks realm. Right. Career highlight. I judged a sausage roll <gasps> contest. Oh, yes. I saw your Instagram post. The Norfolk rollout. Yeah. Uh, which is the to find Norfolk's best sausage roll. Yeah. Uh I mean, it's and a I was huge one of the responsibility, Rob. A lot of responsibility. Quite intimidating at first, because yeah. everyone else is like food writers and chefs. <laughs> and and it's some and guy in the Michelin Guide sat next to me, and me and Jack would do happy hour with. Um, I mean, <laughs> he was just copying other people's answers a lot, sort of thing like that. But I, at least I was... But it's quite intimidating, because they all know stuff. Yeah. Like, to say, to express an opinion on something, it takes a bit of guts. And at yeah. one point... Jack doesn't really like cheese, and there was one that had like Stilton through it. Okay. And Charlie, the guy, all came and said, "You're not a fan of raw cheese, are you?" No, I'm not. No, but I, I, I can put that aside. I'm professional okay. enough to go. This is good. 
Um, and I'm growing more into cheese. Okay. But not, I don't like eating lumps of cheese. No. But I'm happy with it cooked through a sausage roll. Okay. So Charlie, the guy who um, was running the competition, came over and said, what does everyone think of this one? Just just a casual thing. We, we were writing, making our own scores and a bit of paper. So what does everyone think? And then Jack put his head above the parapet and said, it's very cheesy. Now, he meant that as a negative because right. he doesn't like cheese. Yeah. But this, like, cool, like, chef dude, yeah. Nixon goes, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, I think you're. He's like, I think you're right, actually, Jack, because quite a lot. As, you, as I think Jack was saying, like cheese can get lost in a sausage roll, and the flavour can go. They've obviously put enough in to do this. He's like, he's like nodding. I think you didn't mean that. You didn't mean that at all. You didn't his like chin. it because it had cheese in it, and now you're trying to make it sound like you know how how much cheese you need to put in a sausage yeah. roll. But it was fascinating. Really, all all five sausage rolls that we like, tasted, they've been like I think something like forty something entries, and there were five in the final. Right, and you just judge those. Five, and we judge those you? five. So and did you eat out. the whole sausage roll, or did you just take a bite of They'd it? They give us sections of it. So they weren't. Okay. We weren't eating massive sausage rolls, but it's a, it's a decent enough chunk that you could try it in a few different ways. Try the pastry separately, do whatever. Sort of mm. they came with a little like a chili jam or something like that. You could taste it with sort of thing. So there are a few. Um, I mean, there was that enough. Would be nice pub grub, wouldn't it? It would be pub grub, but one of the categories in that, yeah, because. The guy Charlie, Charlie Hudson, brilliant guy. He he won like Sausage Roll of the Year award in the country, like before. Wow. He's incredible, lovely man. Um, and it was it was he'd organised it to raise money for a uh, well not to raise money to raise awareness for a, a, a charity called Hospitality Action that helped him a lot with uh, mental health journey that he was on. Um, and he'd done the categories for the um, judging, and one of those was. Uh, pub appeal like how good would it look if it was on the bar of a pub which i think it is his, his view is it's like the humble sausage roll is like the ultimate pub snacks so if you walk in a pub and you see they've got sausage yeah, roll on the yeah, bar i'm yeah. like i'm gonna get on well with this pub. yeah yeah sort of thing so that was that was one of the categories for it but great very nice great experience and which sausage roll one uh one from walshingham farm shop i think a man called sam had made it um very good provenance mm -hmm. about everything coming from the area around okay. And where it was, even down to like where the flour was from, and oh, wow. for the pastry and all this sort of stuff, and um, it had like a sort of bacon jam around Ooh. around it, so it had a little sauce in it, a bit of crackling came with, and he also was the only one that he served beer with it, so kind oh. of bribery, yeah, but very it, smart, but it worked, it worked. Yeah. So um, that that is the Norfolk sausage roll of the year, and I hope I didn't disgrace myself. Jack and I have decided we're going to try and push for the nationals, yeah, to see if we can to. get the yeah, if we can judge the national sausage roll contests. They're um, yeah, but that's good. I'm sure you brought a bit of stardust to it, Robbie. We brought enthusiasm. Yes. And do you know what? I reckon I've probably tasted as many sausage rolls as these chefs. Yeah, exactly. Well Might done. Might not know the right words. No. But no, everyone was lovely. It was a great, great um, morning out and uh, lovely thing Brilliant. to do. stuff. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. in the, um, the old pub notebook over there, Dan. Well, before, just before we, we get to, well, it's sort of, it is based on pub notes board. When we, someone asked us, I've forgotten their name, I'm really sorry. Someone asked us last week about um, uh, bands you'd seen in pubs. Oh, yes. And uh, I was talking to my friend Dan, who I work with on Taskmaster. He's the audio mixer, mm. skilled, skilled profession. Yep. And he... Noble te- profession. A noble profession, yeah. yeah. He was telling me... So he lives out in Kent at the Three Horseshoes. Where's that? Uh, well, he doesn't live at the Three Horseshoes pub. No. <laughs> That's the pub he was going to. It's in Knockholt in Kent. Do you know Knockholt? Yeah, yeah. Not where I used to live. Oh, there you go. Just doxing him there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he went to Three Horseshoes, uh, I think it was last summer, and it was. he said it was really weird because uh, Peter... Do you know Peter Buck, the lead guitarist of REM? Yes. Yeah. Peter Buck was doing like a gig in the back garden of his pub. What? <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Uh, he was with two bands called the Minus Five and the No Ones. And he was doing this tour. And then one of part of the tour was like in the in the garden of this pub. Like only it was like, you know, they could only fit like, I don't know, 100, 100 or people in there or something. Yeah. And um, so Dan, his name is Dan as well. He, so he got tickets like, it's kind of, really? He's, he's coming here? And he was doing this sort of little tour. But the other places they're playing weren't tiny pubs or anything. Wow. And I think I think he told me, I'll double check on this. I think he told me that he that he knew the pub or he 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 lived there or something. And so he knew the pub and so he just kept, you know, liked it and came back and so I'd do a gig there. So it was like the Lee guitarist of REM turning up doing this intimate little gig in the back garden. I've got a theory we're gonna get an REM reunion soon. Oh, do you think so? I just I think, think they've been very active on social media mm. lately. It reeks of some of a band yeah. reforming. Well, a lot of stuff like you know. Just, just putting it out there. I, the, I'm the just whiff, saying it here. The whiff of a new Labour government. I'm, I'm saying, it, saying it here so that in, if this happens in six months' time, people can go, bloody hell, yeah. Robbie has got his finger in the holes. And if it doesn't happen, no one have forgotten. No one will remember. No You're one on remember. safe ground, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. pretty safe. Yeah. Safe. yeah that's so if anyone theory. else has got any strange uh you know or sort of intimate pub gigs or surprising yeah. bands they've seen in pubs let us know i remember walking past a pub in sheerness like a, quite a while ago that was with you i think when you came down to the other show oh, right yeah and we saw a pub and it and there was like a we walked past it said like a cheeky girl a tiny pub there's like a cheeky girls tribute act or something on and then we looked close <laughs> at the sign it was actually the cheeky girls <laughs> do you remember yes <laughs> and it wasn't that long after the cheeky girls were famous no. quite I, a descent i i met the cheeky girls once because i interviewed them about um uh, Christmas songs, right. and because um, they, they had a Christmas song, yeah, uh, a cheeky Christmas, I believe it was called. Okay. And um, they, uh, I spoke to their mum's quite a formidable woman, manager manager of their career. Where are you from cheeky Romania, Romania. Yeah. So you had just a, a bond there. I impressed her mum a bit of Romanian, yeah. And what did uh, you say? What sort of stuff did you say? I just sort of said, um, 
now I've been to Germany now and all my Romanian suddenly gone. Okay. I was like, uh, when I spoke Klaus to her on the phone. Very classy. Um, yeah, they were, and they, they've quite, they, at that point, they were having quite a successful time going around um, performing at old people's homes. Wow. And retirement homes. Yeah. Because the, uh, the, the older lads quite enjoyed seeing a couple of younger women dancing yep. and, yeah. the, and the women really liked their poppy music. And it was a bit wow. quite lucrative, I think. There we go. Yeah. It's good to see that they're still going relatively <laughs> well, strong. This was ten strong years. This was ten years ago. I'm not sure if they're still. Uh, yeah, but I can't imagine you. I think once you're doing retirement, you're homes, in that you can keep yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because the only, the younger the old people are, if you know what I mean, like mm. the, new, the more people will remember you who are yes. now going into retirement yeah, yeah, homes. Yeah. So I think if anything, yeah. you can keep going up until you're of retirement home age, really. Yeah. And then you'll just be putting on shows for your peers. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, that is the end. <laughs> so, RIP Cheeky Girls. Right, I'm going to read a letter now. Uh, yep. It's from George. Hey, Robbie and Dan. Just wanted to get involved with the most expensive pint chat. On a holiday to Singapore a few years back, we thought we'd splash out and get one night in the prestigious Marina Bay Sands Hotel. It's the hotel with the three tall buildings connected by a sort of boat looking infinity pool at the top. So the that's film... an infinity pool that looked in the shape of a boat. Is that what that means? I think so. Right. Um, for film fans, that's you, Dan. Yep. It was featured in Crazy Rich Asians. Haven't Have you seen, seen that? It. Haven't seen it. Okay. I went up to the sky bar and I was sitting overlooking the city in the beautiful infinity pool. Great. A waiter came over and ordered a pint of Stella. There weren't loads of options, but either way, Stella's always quite a safe bet. When the bill came over to me at the end, I've been charged 20 Singapore dollars for one pint of Stella. Once adding on the service charge of some other kind of tax, end up around 25 uh, SGD for a pint of Stella, equating to around 15 pound. It was good though. Keep pubbing, George. That's a blow, quid. but you're paying for the experience there yes. as well. Aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think you go into that with your eyes wide open, don't you? You go, I mean, you'd still be like, oh, that is strong. Yes. I think that, so currently that is our, should we say that is currently that is our record. Someone has paid £15. For a Stella. For a Stella. Pint yeah. of Stella. Yeah. I mean, what, a, what a place. Yeah. What a, what a place Amazing. to see. That sounds fabulous. Worth it, worth it, I think. I bet it was very refreshing. Yeah, I'd say, I would say, I, do you know what? That sounds amazing. Yep. Um, we're currently in uh, the correct realm. It's raining outside. As it's a bit usual. miserable. A bit misty. We would love to be in Singapore. Well, you're thinking of putting the infinity pool in on the roof, aren't you? Uh, I was going to, mm. but I, I've kind of fallen out with the guy from the council at the minute. Oh. So, well, we'll go, I don't know. I'll have to see. I'll tell you afterwards. But yeah, it's okay. quite so, yeah, planning permission might be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's um, right. What else we got on the board? Next one. Uh, now, how do you think we say this? Sorry, uh, Jeppe. Could be Hepe. Could be Hepe. I think Hepe sounds. Hepe. Say it, but acknowledge that you've. Yes. That you're probably getting it wrong. I'm probably getting it wrong. I'm really sorry. It's uh, J E double P E. And we're going to say Hepe. Okay, go for it. Thank you. He says, hi, Robert and Daniel. Very formal. Very formal. I have two memories of drinks that had value beyond measure. As a 17 to 18-year-old attending business school in Denmark... Oh, hang on. Is he Danish then rather than... Maybe it's not Hepe could then. Could be. I think you might be right. Jepper. 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 Let's go Jepper. Jepper. Um, attending business school in Denmark... Brag. 
After school, every Friday, we would go to a quite sleazy looking bar. Unfortunately, the name of this bar has been lost to the past. We went there as they would open at 12 noon and the price of a pint would follow the hour on the clock, meaning from 12 to 13, or 12 to 1, prices will be 12 Danish kroner, then from 1300 hours to 1400 hours, prices will be 13. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, very good. I like that. You get the idea. For reference, at the time of occurrence, 12 kroner was equal to around £1.30. Fabulous. Very good. That's Very great. Good deal. I don't yeah. know what time um, the pub shut. Um, if it got to midnight, yeah. were they let it free for an hour? Probably not. It probably shut by midnight or changed the rules. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's a great thing. And good business, that, because I imagine people get... More free with their money the later they go. It's a very good, very good idea. More very good idea. Do that. Yep. Well, responsibly. Yes. Um, the second beverage of excellent value happened about three years ago towards the end of a month-long hiking trip across Spain. I was in excellent physical shape at the time. Brag. At the time. Very, very confident, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. There. Excellent, he says. Not good. Excellent. Uh, and wanted to test the limits of my body. So I decided to pack my backpack with a tent and see exactly how long I could walk in one day. That's quite that good. good. yeah. I like that. It, there's no goal in mind. I'm just going to keep walking until I collapse. I ended up just over 74 kilometers or 100,000 steps. Now, I should say, last week I was talking about my another Danish friend who I was in Hamburg with, Thomas. Yeah. He told me that um, I think winter like last year, him and his friend spent a day walking uh, 100 kilometers to raise money for charity. So, wow. So if if, if uh, Jeppa is Danish, it seems to be something they enjoy doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a lot of steps in 100,000. The marathons are miles away from that. I suppose I'm not doing yeah. 74 kilometers. I've signed up for the road marathon, by the way. Oh, well done. Thank you. I haven't done it. I've just signed no. up. Anyone can do yeah. that. Um, a few kilometers before I stopped walking that evening, I went into a bar and acquired one single bottle of beer, Estrella Galicia, Galicia to be specific. I asked for it to not be opened so I could take it away. I then walked those last few kilometres, found a clearing in a forest, put up the tent, sat down and opened that beer. I probably paid one and a half euros for the bottle. But the first sip alone tasted like a thousand times that. I went to bed and slept the best eight hours of sleep I've ever had that night. Wow. Since that trip, I've relocated to the northwestern coast of Spain in A Coruña. Well, let's go back to Jepe then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever in the area, I'd be more than happy to do a guided pub tour. Oh, lovely. Love that. Yeah. What a yeah. great... I mean, that is a beer that tasted so good, he relocated to a different country. That is fabulous. And that's, that's good insight, that, because what he's done, he's waited till the end. Now, I remember mm. myself and our mutual friend, Al, mm -hmm. we went for a country walk one day. Yep. And the best bit of the country walk is stopping for a pint. Yep. That's a glorious. It's almost the point of it, It's the really. prize. Yeah. yeah, it's like an acceptable daytime pub crawl. Yep. Um, however, we thought, why don't we bring some beers with us? <laughs> I think I remember doing backpack, this. And we were traveling around with these beers, and we thought we were... <laughs> We thought, why has no one thought of this? We are geniuses. But we weren't geniuses because when we got to the pub, it wasn't as good. Oh. The reward wasn't there. That pint wasn't as nice as it would have been if we hadn't been doing cans on the way around. Now, me and you did a walk, didn't we, in that area once? We yeah. did a summer walk. And we just went to the pub and had a pint and it was glorious. Yeah. I think I might walk um, next year mm. for charity. Yeah. From Norwich to London. Oh, that's a nice idea. Over a few days. Yeah, stopping at pubs. Well, yeah, they'll make it like a, maybe like a hundred mile pub crawl or something. Be good, wouldn't it? Be lovely. 
and, and raise money for charity. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there we okay. go. But yeah, fabulous, yep. right? Well, Epi, that, that's excellent. Just looked up how many steps I did on the day I did the uh, Lisbon Marathon. How yeah. many do you think? God, it's a lot because when I, if I run my 5K, those days I normally do 20,000 steps. So it's got to be, you must have done at least 90,000. No, because this guy did 74 kilometers and he did 100,000. Oh. 59,000 is the answer. Okay. Oh, that, makes, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because, yes. Either way. Um, kind of made it less impressive by guessing far above <laughs> what I said. Uh, right, this is from Jack with a much easier pronunciation. Jack? Hack? Jack? Jack. Uh, Jack says, absolutely love the podcast. Hearing of Dan's travels when he was 19 has inspired me to email you guys. As I myself, I'm currently traveling. I'm in Sydney. Oh, good day. After spending 40 days traveling around Southeast Asia. There's a lack of pubs in Asia, at least in the parts of Asia I was in. However, there are plenty of bars and one particular bar which I loved. You may have heard of it. Raffles Hotel Long Bar in Singapore, a.k.a. the home of the Singapore Sling. Yes, Jack, we have heard of it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. You been there, Dan? No, I haven't been to Singapore, but Me I'm neither. a big fan of the Singapore Sling. It's a good drink. The bar itself is fantastic with huge bags of peanuts. <laughs> bag? I, I imagine, like, carrier bags of them. I... Yeah, I was. I was. I, when I read it, I was imagining a big sack. Yeah, I was. I hope it's table. Yeah. Um, to indulge in traditional drinks mixer that can shake up to five drinks at a time as the bartender spins the wheel. This contributes to the retro vibe of the bar, which transports you back to Malayan life in the 1920s with plantation leaf fans overhead. It truly felt like a drink in time and historical drink. Lovely. I spent almost £60 on two drinks, which is not so friendly on the backpacker budget, but it was a great time. My question to you guys is, have you ever been transported back in time by a certain drink bar or pub? Many thanks. Love the pod. Jack. I tell you what I've done, where I've had stuff sort of felt like I was in the old the olden days. Yeah. There's a couple of things. Not really a pub, but I've did. Um, I once took my wife on the British Pullman. Which is oh, like right. Yeah. The, the domestic version of the Orient Express, yes. essentially. And you can just yeah, go on it for a few hours, go out for lunch. Yep have a few drinks on that. And that did feel like we were in the olden days. It was yes. steam-pooled sort of thing. It just took us on a big loop of Kent, essentially. Just went around there. Wonderful experience. Would recommend it um, to anyone. Um, uh, really nice. There were a couple on a table next to us. Did not say a word to each other. It was. Really? It did have the vibe of end the relationship, let's give it one last shot sort of thing. Or they... The, it has ended, but they'd already booked this and decided oh, to go. Well, yeah, but then they asked us to take a photo of them. Oh, I was okay. like, why would you want to remember this? Yeah. None of you have spoken. But anyway, who knows what was going on there? I suppose a little bit going into bars in Paris. I haven't actually done this, but I would quite like to go to a bar in Paris and order a chartreuse or something Ooh, and I mean, pretend I... I was in 60s cool Paris or something. The other one I've had is I went to the Ritz once mm. um, and I went with my wife and our... Uh, mutual friends Chief Faye and his yes. wife, and I can tell you when this horrible was man. a horrible man. No, I can, really. I can, I can give you a rough. I can roughly date this by yeah. telling you the reason we went there. It was a bet that Stu and my wife had, <laughs> um, and the loser would pay for lunch, uh, okay. tea, including a bottle of champagne that we drank there, and the bet was between Stu. And my wife over whether 
Stu's team, Birmingham City, or my wife's team, Manchester City, would finish higher in the league. Which <laughs> really does date yeah. roughly when this <laughs> is. There would be any doubt. I don't yeah. think they're having a repeat this year. Yeah, that yeah. way, sort of thing. And and um, City did finish above and historically have gone on to great success. Um, and so we got a free, free lunch oh, at the Ritz very nice. sort of thing. And that did feel... Very like you're back in the olden times. Yes, a different time for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've had hotelly things. Like I remember staying yeah. in a hotel in um, Mexico that Hemingway had stayed in, and that had that sort of feel to it. But I don't remember the bar specifically, sort of thing. But it's it's nice when you get a moment like yeah. that. Yeah, we went to a hotel in uh, Romania, my wife and I, when we were quite a bit younger. And uh, that had a very oldie world feel, mm. and it did it did sort of feel like we've been transported back almost sort of pre-communism times. And we had this waiter who was quite an elderly waiter, and he'd uh, recommended us some wines. It was very nice and stuff. And we must have got chatting, and he I think he must have told us how old he was. And we sort of very politely went, um, "Oh, well, you, you look you look so much younger." And he went, "Yes." It is to my advantage. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> we just started laughing because he really didn't look younger. No. But he he really believed it. Yeah. Oh, very maybe sweet. Maybe you just didn't have sweet. Maybe you just didn't think a liar would come into his No, exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, anyway, uh, last last letter. This is from Martin. It's a lovely email. Uh, hey guys, love all the positivity around pubs and alcohol-free beers in the past few episodes. You're doing a great thing by celebrating pubs and including alcohol-free options. I'm a pub owner myself who just happens to have stopped drinking 15 years ago. I never gave up on pubs, though, and I lived through the fizzy water and Beck's blue years for what felt like an eternity. All the while, Germany had an alcohol-free beer tap on most bar tops, and people would switch back and forth between leaded and unleaded with barely a comment. Like that. The UK is really at the forefront of alcohol-free brewing, and there are some incredible beers coming out in all styles, as you've mentioned. At the same time, there are exciting things happening in Poland, Canada, the USA, Australia and New Zealand. And of course, in Germany, they've been brewing wonderful alcohol-free beers for years. On my Instagram, oh, it's a, someone else just plugging their Instagram. I, this is, I'm, 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 I'm invested. Very happy with it. Go for it, Martin. On my Instagram, I bring alcohol-free beers together from all over the world as a way of connecting customers, brewers and anybody interested in uh, with what is happening in places which they wouldn't usually hear about. The Moon Underwater has long been a non-judgmental space which celebrates pubs without assuming a rigid stance on alcohol. I don't want to see a world without alcohol, an irony to which I allude in the name of my account, <laughs> uh, but I do want to see a world where non-alcoholic options are just part of the furniture and nobody who requests one ever has to feel like they are an outsider. Podcasts like yours are helping to make moving in that direction a reality. Thank you. So that's Martin. Thank you, Martin. And that his Instagram is at alcohol underscore free underscore world. If you want that's to follow what a lovely him. message from Martin. Absolutely I've lovely. Enjoyed, I've enjoyed chatting about um, alcohol for I've had so many lovely messages from people just yeah. saying thanks for doing it. Sort of it's so. really nice. And I think uh, it's, it's opened my, uh, my world to more alcohol-free bits yeah. doing it. So it is really good, I think. Yeah. And ab- he's right, absolutely no judgment from us on no, that. No, wonderful. Well, yeah, there shouldn't be because we're doing it all we're the time doing it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Dan. I think it's probably time for me to uh, get back. I've just got to get make a 
quick uh, call to the plan department. So yeah, good luck with um, that. Uh, a bit of groveling to be done. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, does that even look to you like a big structure I've put on the roof? It's far. It's fine. I think it's not. I mean, what did he say? I saw. Did he say? Yeah, I thought. I thought he'd said. Eiffel Tower. Right. And I was like, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. He's a life-size replica. Yeah, yeah. And he said, he's no eyesore. I was like, yeah. ah, right, okay. And yeah. then so, yeah. But I'll, I'll sort it out. I'll get it. We'll, we'll, we'll sort it out one way or the other. Yeah, it'll be fine. Wonderful. Anyway, um, Dan, would you please um, lightly lathe a layer off of the pub notice board? Oh, okay. <laughs> Cheers. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 